Hello there, Wilder, for your first list of six. Are you excited? It's not my first list of six. This is where I got you to watch Dr. Strangelove, which we never spoke about, but we should. Okay, well, there you go. All right, so <laughs> it's not your first one. But O'Toole and I used to do at the end of every podcast, actually, a list of six. And yes. we tried to relate six films to whatever we were reviewing in some way. And we're not going to do that, but it's October and we're going to do a list of six at least once a month moving forward. So we're going to do Halloween, obviously. And we're going to obviously. Do, uh, yeah, obviously. All right. I'm going to start if that's OK. Sure. Um, and I'm going to start with Rosemary's Baby. 1968. Yeah, right. And um, 1968, Roman Polanski, Mia Farrow, John Cassavetes, Ruth Gordon. I mean, the cast alone is worth it. And the other thing is, you know what I figured out? I was thinking about this this week as I was putting my list together. I don't think Mia Farrow would have been the actor of a claim that she was. She did get a, a nomination. She didn't win that year. Yeah. But I don't think she would have become the actor she became without rosemary's baby i don't i think that's a very valid claim i know crazy right um, so you know so that's my first is rosemary's baby now i watched it i'm not going to watch it this year but i watched it like two years ago it mm -hmm. still has value all these years later it really does i mean most you can usually find especially those classic horrors who are that are not you know the jump scare horrors they hold up yeah. Well, and I don't even know if I think of that as a horror movie the way one of the other ones I chose is, but I definitely think it it was an unusual film, but also mm -hmm. the book, the book had a life of its own before the movie was ever made. So yeah, that always fair. has, yeah, always has something to do with it. Okay. What you're up. What do you got? My first, we always watch this on Halloween is Nightmare Before Christmas. I adore that film. Wait, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it. <gasps> oh, well, you should. It's uh, it's animated. It's produced by Tim Burton. It's voiced by Danny Elfman. And he wrote all of the music. It's, it's delightful. It's that like level of scary creepy that's like okay for kids. Uh, but there's a beautiful message underneath it. It's a solid 90 minutes and it's just, it'll make your, it'll make your heart feel good. Wait. Okay. Define kids. What age does that include? I think eight and up. Okay. All right. Well yeah. that, yeah, that's a kid. It's not the same thing yeah. as five though. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, there are scary things in it for young kids. Um, there's the Oogie Boogie man and he's pretty terrifying and well, his name is not, his name is fun. Well, he, he, yeah, you think it's fun and then you meet him. Um, but it, you know, it all takes place around Jack Skellington, who's a, a tall, lanky skeleton. Um, and Halloween is his holiday. And then he discovers Christmas. <laughs> you know, I have friends who Halloween is their holiday. It always surprises me with so many holidays. I love Halloween. Well, you love know, it. there you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. My second choice is practical magic. Sandra okay. Okay, Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, Diane Beast, who I love, yes. Soccer Channy, who they made older, and Aiden Quinn. Every person I know who's not male fell madly in love with Aiden Quinn in that film. Of course. And Nicole Kidman, just her dancing when she's, you know, a little high. I think it's a wonderful film about sisterhood. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful film about family. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful film about sticking together. It's a wonderful film about not letting the past predict your future. 
I just think it's got so many cool messages and it's fun. It's just a fun, fun film. So I picked Practical Magic. What a great cast. My God. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 You know, Diane Weist, whatever she's in, anything from, um, you know, she's just been in so many things and she never is the star. She's never the leading lady, but I love her and she is such a strong actor, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. No question. All right. What's your next one? What do you got next? My next one is Halloween, the original. Really? Nineteen? Um, what's it? 75? 76? Something like that. Um, I am not a horror person. I'm really bad at watching horror. I am very easily scared. Uh, but I think this movie is remarkable. It's an homage to Psycho. It's the grandfather of all slasher films. And it's just excellently and elegantly done. Uh, that opening scene following the knife and then the reveal of who's holding it is just expert, an expert class in cinema. And it's our introduction to Jamie Lee Curtis. So you can't fault it. <laughs> well, I guess you can't, right? It's, I mean, it, it truly is like, if you go back and watch it, it's, it'll keep you on the edge of your seat at every turn. The score alone is just like so iconic. The mm. If you look at the behind the scenes about how they were able to make this movie for like no money at all. It's just, it's so beautiful. It's, it launched a ridiculous franchise and I don't know that any of the other movies hold up to the first, but the, the first is just, it's just a class in how to do good horror. You know, in the in the mid 70s, when I graduated from college and I came to New York, I worked at Vincent Andrews Management Corporation and we managed the likes of Don Imus, a bunch of jockeys mm-hmm. and um, Susan Sarandon, her husband. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had some cool clients and one of the clients was Sean Cunningham. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. OK, he did Friday the 13th. OK, yeah. In 19, 1975. And he would come in. Nicest guy. And he would say, can you believe all these people came to see this horrible film? <laughs> like, you know, some of those films, you know, I, ju- I don't know if Halloween's like that because I didn't see it. I saw Friday the 13th and it was just almost satirical. It was so badly done, you know, badly. You acted, should go but- watch Halloween. OK, I, I I'd be very I'll curious. It I'll check You're- it out. Check I mean, out. it is it is the typical final girl, but it's what started the final girl idea oh, okay. and concept. So you know, the, the, that Jamie Lee Curtis is, you know, the virgin amongst her group of friends. And she's the last one standing is, uh, that's what started this craze and where, where it really came from. So, um, and the fact that the Mike Myers mask is, you know, a bleached, uh, William Shatner mask is just iconic horror history for everybody who loves, Which, by the way, I didn't know. So that's how (laughs) historically significant it is i mean for anybody who's a fan of, of okay Halloween, i'm there, they, I'm there. We all know it okay i'm and there that this maybe this movie was made on the cheap <laughs> okay gotcha 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 all right i'm gonna round out with get out oh cool very yeah, cool well, jordan peele wrote it and by the and way and directed he, it and directed it he won the academy award for screen okay the fact that a horror film won the Academy Award for Best Script uh, Screenplay was shocking to everybody at the time. 
I think it had 11 nominations or something, you know, it, it introduced Daniel Kaluuya. Is that, I think mm-hmm. that's how you say his name. Okay. And also I was so happy to see Bradley Woodford back, you know, from, from West Wing um, yeah. playing this evil character, you know, in the West Wing, he was, he was edgy, but you liked him even when he messed up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So no, but no one expected this film to show up the way that it did. Oh, it's, it, it knocks it out of the ballpark. Oh my God. And, it, and by the way, I'm not somebody who goes to any films like that, but for some reason I went to the film with a friend who insisted on going and I was mesmerized from the beginning to the end. I thought it was really beautifully done. And I was so glad they didn't do follow-ups. No. I was so glad. I was so glad. Not every, you know, sometimes one is enough. I so think much. Jordan Peele's pretty good about that. He yeah. knows what story he wants to tell. He is. What else happy. did he write? Do you know? He just did Nope, which oh. came out. He did Us, which was um, a couple of years ago. Uh, he's he's pretty prolific. He also, pro- I think he produced The Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss as well. Which, by uh, the way, I didn't see, but I did. I mean, I watched the trailer again. That's not my genre. I don't usually pay attention to it. Anything she's in, though, I think she's marvelous. It's decent. Um, it definitely highlights the idea of, you know, kept women uh, against their will. Um, but it's uh, I don't know. It's like upon second viewing, you're kind of like, I don't know if it holds up as well. But the the first time it's like there's some good jump scares. There's, you know, it definitely surprises you in a couple of areas. Um, but it's it's not his most prolific. Hmm. All right. What are you going to round it up with? You're going to laugh at me. And this I'm is, always I I'm always laughing with you. I'm never. Well, no, you're going to laugh at me this time. And I and I'm going to earn it because this is not a good movie, but it is a movie I grew up with and that I loved. I'm rounding out with Hocus Pocus and anyone can come at me for it. Have you seen uh, the second one? Have you seen, have not way, yet seen the second a one? A bunch of my friends told me it's worth watching. I am waiting to watch the second one for Halloween okay. when we're going to be home. We just moved to like a really great trick-or-treat neighborhood. So we're going to watch Halloween and give out candy, watch Hocus Pocus on Halloween and give out candy. Um, So I'm very excited. But the original Hocus Pocus, again, not a good movie, but it was planned as a made-for-TV Disney Channel movie. But it tested so well that they decided that they were going to release it in theaters. And it has Don't you think part of that was also Bette Midler? (laughs) Bette Midler, the mothers would wanted to see Bette. And so they, you know, I I think part of the trajectory of how that film got there was because of Bette Midler deciding to do it. Accidentally ended up with such a great cast. I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker is just absolutely delightful. Kathy is just like, bumbling and fantastic she's such a good actor and she never gets credit for it but like she's so she's just so much fun to watch and then bet just carries the whole movie well you know she you know you know what she is she's fearless yeah her, her daughter was my daughter's chum at, at school sophie I'm jealous. and so and <laughs> we would go to um to the plaza for tea on friday afternoons awesome easy easiest person in the world to be with you know, loved her child, was so unassuming. And then when they were filming, um, oh, what's the one? First Wives Club. First Wives Club. Yeah, yeah. They, when they when they go down the painter's uh, thing down the side yeah. of the building, it was right around the corner from the kid's school. So we all stood and watched 
her I mean, she just she has a good time with her life she does good yeah you know she seems like she has a good yeah. time with her life also like, she lit she doesn't live a life a hollywood life she you know yeah. she married somebody who was a magician but outside of hollywood and you know she never seemed to aspire to be you know we would go and people left her alone she just was just the nicest person i we didn't keep in touch we weren't friends but um, but I, I loved her. I thought she was really strong. And great. So- I love her career. I love that she decided to do hello Dolly last year. Like she's amazing. And, and this movie is like so punny, so tongue in cheek, so aware of how bad it is. So that over it's the, so over the top, so over the top. Um, I, and I don't, I don't do over the top. I and, just and a lot of people don't. And I yeah. think that's why it has a cult following and it wasn't like, it wasn't the big movie that, you know, like, and that's, I think that's exactly where this one deserves to live. And I am one of those who adores it because of that. Uh, well, so, you know, if you want a good time and want to watch a bad movie, that's super fun. Go watch Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our list of six. Uh, I hope you enjoy this month of Halloween and trick or treat yeah. and everything else. And we hope you watch some films. And if there's something you think should be watched, do send it in to us. Okay. By the way, we're aware that we can't do all of them on our list of six and that I'm a wuss when it comes to horror. So let's, you know, educate me, do it, please. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thanks everybody. Trick or treat.